Hey, Walk by Faith family, it's your host, John McBride III. As always, before we get started, I want to read some ground rules to you. We can all learn from everybody. This life ain't about you and it ain't about me. Mark chapter 12, verse 31 states, you shall unselfishly love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than this. We believe here on the podcast that you can learn anything from anybody and that you need to be open, open to learning from anyone of different ages, different walks of life, and know we are in this thing called life together. I'm not a licensed counselor or a therapist. I'm only sharing my experiences as well as others here on the show. Thoughts and Bible applications as I know it pertaining to the situations discussed. One very key thing we want to do here on this podcast is we want you to know when you are hurting, you need to first heal. Why? Because hurt people hurt people. When you are feeling sad, you need to smile and know greater and brighter days are ahead. Lastly, when you feel depressed, begin devoting your time to God for strength. So once again, we want you to heal, smile, and be devoted to God. Now let's start the show. Brothers and sisters of the faith, I want to welcome you to another great podcast. What podcast that is? Well, we are here with Walk by Faith. Granted, every single Friday we do this episode, but today is not a Friday. Today is a Wednesday. And we have something (laughs) special as always. I told you once each month we wanted to work on our faith, our finances, and our freedom. And it's that time again. So, We have our brother Alvin Leakes with us, and he's going to break down some very interesting things about our financial needs and how to build a great worksheet to give God, which ultimately is. Haggai 1, verse 6, reading from the ESV version, states, You have sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink but you never have your fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages does so to put them into a bag with holes. Powerful stuff. Now, mind you, this is Brother Leek's favorite scripture when you are talking about finances. And without further ado, Alvin Leeks, take the show. Thank you, my brother. Uh, good to be with you. Thrilled to be our second podcast on faith finances and freedom um we're as i said initially we were going we're going to start with a foundation and then we're going to build upon that with each particular podcast so i'm again i'm just thrilled to be with you and thrilled to today we're going to talk a little bit from a standpoint of more of a a practical side of actually applying some of the information that um that is very relevant in helping us to get 
organized and get our thoughts organized around, around our finances so that we can be more intentional about how we manage the resources that God gives us. Everything belongs to him and God doesn't, um, he doesn't necessarily, he does, certainly doesn't need our money, but wonder why he asked us to prioritize him first and, and to give to him because it's basically we need to, he needs to see from us the obedience that we have. Can he trust you with little? Can he trust you with a lot? You know, the principles are the same. If you're doing it for $10 or if it's a million dollars, the principle is, do you prioritize God first in all the resources that he blesses you with? And if you do, um, I, you, you will see some great benefits from that. So having said that, thank you for reading the scripture. Um, also, I just, as before we go into this practical side, I also want us to think about things in three ways. Um, the way that I would like for us to prioritize our, the way we look at our finances is that we should give first because we give to God first, then we should invest, then we should spend. What I found in my meeting with most uh, people is that uh, we often spend first and we often give little and invest little to nothing at all. So we want to put the the, the heart before the, before the cart and we want to get things in their proper order. And in that verse that you read with Haggai it says, consider your ways. So we want you to consider your ways, look at where you are, look at you know, how you're managing God's resources. And hopefully this information will be very practical and, um, and thought provoking to get you in a mindset of uh, what areas do I need to consider to kind of have financial balance and I'm going to share this information with you from a financial planning standpoint, because actually I meet with clients and we actually go through this particular information that I'm going to review with you. But it often triggers certain um, ideas and thoughts around goals, around what resources I have and around uh, what am I really spending my money where it's most important for me to spend it? Or am I getting more bang for my buck? Um, and, and, and that sort of thing. So I'm going to start with six areas that each person should consider. And then under those six areas, we're going to look at what your goals are. And then we're going to go through um, a practical um, way of organizing your expenses so that you can clearly see how you're actually spending the resources that God gives you. Um, and then from this particular podcast, we'll build on this process with the next one. So we're gonna take it one step at a time. We're gonna start from the ground floor, build and go forward. So having said that, um, do we need to share the screen? Yes, sir, take it away. Okay. All right, all right, hold on one second. And now why are you doing that? It's just so powerful that we are trying to change our mindset because so many times in order to do things right, we have to break down and take away things that we thought were right. So anytime yes. you're trying to adjust and um, maneuver to a better mindset in the Bay, a better way of living, you have to be able to be humble enough to take away those old things and put new things in your mind. Absolutely, Brother John, I agree with that. Um, you know, when we think about our resources, most of the times, as we had talked in the first podcast, where do we get these ideas for regarding money and often is it's because of exposure or lack of exposure. Um, so what I wanted to do is to say, well, if you're not someone, if you're not around someone who talks about financial principles and talks about this type of information, this might seem foreign. 
you know, and person would say, hey, man, I work every day. I don't know anything about that. I'm just trying to make the most of what I have. I get that. I understand that. I understand that perspective. But I do understand if we keep doing the same things, expecting that we're going to get different results. You know, that's that's the definition of what of, of insanity to keep doing the same thing over and over. Think we're going to get a different result. So if, it, if so, if you're working today and you say, man, I never have enough, then maybe it's time to you know regroup, reset and, and take a look at uh, consider your ways, consider your actions and, and how you're going about doing what you're doing. And hopefully this will be thought provoking to come with an open mind, to embrace some principles that may be new to you. And uh, maybe it could be the individual that's listening to this podcast today, they could be the one in their family to change the, to change the course financially um, that as far as the, um, the mindset of their family going forward and for generations to come. Be the, be the change you want to see, because maybe in past generations, they did not, um, may not have access to the resources that we have access to today. So maybe the past generation did as best they could with what they had. And so now you can do even better. And also you should be able to do better for you and look at doing better for your, say, your children, your family, and leave a legacy of financial stewardship uh, by God's way um, and, and for them to see that actually put into action. So having said that, as you look at the screen, we want to look at, we're going to do what we call a financial needs analysis. There are actually six areas when we look at your finances that are most important for you to, you to consider. Number one would be your cash flow um, and, and how you're managing your, the monies, when I say cash flow, the funds that are coming in versus the, not the funds that are going out, but everything that's coming in, that's, that's a resource for you to use. Then we want to look at debt management. Debt management is, is debt that you have. Debt is basically things that you owe to someone else. So you have an obligation to pay um, someone else. And how is that being managed? Uh, I mean, sometimes we think, well, I just make enough to, to pay the bill. So when it comes in, if I have the money, I pay it. But we don't really have an intentional game plan around the resources that we have. So that's, this is what I want you to do is take a step back. We'll look at a a macro view of everything, all the resources, we will prioritize them and put them in, um, put them in categories. And then at the end, we can see, okay, this is what I have that's coming in. This is uh, what I have for discretionary income. And these are my expenses. And hopefully we'll have more resources than expenses at the end. But if we don't, then we know we need to make some adjustments and having it all completed in those numbers in front of you truly make a difference. It's one thing to talk through it, but then it's another, another thing to write it down and to actually see what those numbers look like. Um, one guy said, if you want to get something done, you know, you got to write it down, you know, and, and you write it down, you can see it uh, rather than just hearing it. So we're going to do cash flow, debt management, uh, having an emergency fund, save at least three to six months of your income, prepare for the unexpected. I mean, people, and I know that, uh, that, I mean, some will say, well, I can't prepare for the unexpected every day. I'm just trying to manage what I have. And if you're in that state, Again, how long are you going to be in that state? Let's see, can we get something so that you can start setting aside something for an emergency fund so you can be proactive rather than reactive um, to, to certain situations? Because we know in life things will come up that you do not expect. But if we plan for them, it can help reduce some of the stress around dealing with, okay, where am I going to get this? How am I going to get that? But if we plan ahead, then it puts us in a much better position. So emergency fund, having the proper protection, protection against loss, uh, pr protecting your family assets that are often look at different types of insurances and that type of thing that if something happens, 
you know, that you can be covered. There are all kind of new um, opportunities to, to um, structure things in a tax advantage way around, uh, around proper protection. And then which help, helps to build wealth. So we strive to be in investment options that are gonna outpace inflation. Um, and our monies, can, our monies can be professionally managed so that those monies can be earning you and making you more money. I mean, a lot of times, again, through over my 30 plus years, what I find is it's not often, I mean, oftentimes, it's not that we don't have resources. Most of the times what I see is that we have resources, but two things, they're not often in the right places so that those resources can be earning more resources for you. Um, and uh, what was the second one? The first one is not in the right place. And, and, and the second one is, is actually not positioned so that it can take it, have tax advantages. And that's what I see a lot of um, others that I work with when they position things with looking at what they have, how to minimize the taxes on what they have and increase um, the earnings by, by earning more, having their money earn more money for them whether it's 8%, 10%, you know, those types of things, uh, percentages that outpace inflation, which normally is at a three to 4% rate here with lately with COVID and all of that, this is, is quite different. But if you consider that and you get an investment options where your money is making money, when you're sleeping at night, you want to know you're invested in something that's earning you more money. Uh, so now it's not what you don't have. It's like, it's what do I have? And is that positioned properly? And is it positioned properly in a tax advantage way? And then that helps you to preserve tax. I mean, that helps you to preserve your wealth because you're reducing the taxation on it and it helps you to build a legacy for you and your family. So those are the key main six areas when you start thinking about financial planning and how to, what areas do I need to consider or secure up? Number one is cash flow. Number two is debt management. Uh, number three, setting up an emergency fund. Number four, looking at proper protections against loss. How do I get positioned to build wealth? And then once you build that wealth, how do you preserve it? Uh, preserve it for you throughout retirement and preserve it to be passed on to um, your family. And also you can preserve it. And, and actually you could, there are certain ways that you can have the church be a part of that legacy in that you could leave um, part of, let's say if you had an insurance policy, you could actually leave part of uh, as a beneficiary to the congregation. Um, and the congregation actually, well, the insurance company would actually consider that um, more of, since it's a nonprofit, more of a tax advantage way of leaving something to the next generation. And they will actually match a certain percentage of those funds if you set aside and, and, and leave it to a nonprofit or to the, to the church. So there are some things that, that uh, members can do of, of, of congregations. Um, and we'll discuss that more as we move forward through our other podcast sessions, but I just throw that out there since we were going that way. Um, so number one, we, when, we, when we cover those six categories, then we have to start thinking about what are our goals? What are our short-term goals? What are our mid-term goals? What are our long-term goals? Um, you gotta, we've got to get in the mindset of, of, again, being proactive rather than reacting to everything. We want to put a plan together. You know, the saying is uh, most people don't plan to fail, but they fail to plan. So, so let's not fail to plan. Let's, let's look at information here that can help us to think about things um, in, a, in, in a more short-term, mid-term, long-term range. So are you, what are your goals? So are you looking to make a major purchase in one, one to three years or three to seven years or seven, seven plus years? 
Do you want to build um, retirement wealth? Do you want to buy a new home? Do you want to build your savings that we talked about earlier in number three for those unexpected expenses? Um, do you want to reduce or pay your mortgage off early? Uh, do you look at things for your children regarding education funding? Um, do you want to look at you know, alternative income? If something was to happen to you, how would your family survive? If you were the breadwinner or let's say, well, if you were a single breadwinner, you know, how would you survive if you and your spouse are there? Have you considered, you know, what would happen if either one of you were not around? What would things look like financially? What would they look like on a proactive basis that you all could sit down and have this type of conversation? Granted, we don't want that ever to happen. But if anything did happen, what did we have in place? Um, had we kind of thought through before it actually um, occurred? Um, and then do you help support aging parents? Do you have parents that you may have to support? Uh, or may have to help out in some way? Or do you just might need to make sure that they have their partic particular um, protection policies in place? Do they have a will? Do they have a trust? Often these types of things I see that we don't think about until they happen. So we're more reactive than proactive to them. But, but we can plan um, to be proactive. And if like this type of information is shared, and you understand what needs to be covered, then we can put a plan in place to make sure that happens. Um, do you have certain credit cards or debts that you wanna pay off? Are you looking to start a business? These are just some, some goals that kind of just get stir your mindset of thinking about, okay, what are, what are some things I, that, that are very important to me that I want to do that I'd like to get accomplished? Um, and so, and then, so the question comes, when was the last time you reviewed your family's financial goals? You know, oftentimes if, if we get on the treadmill of life and we get to going, we're just not as intentional about our finances. As long as it seems that we have some, we just say, okay, go ahead and pay this or pay that. But we don't really have a true plan around where every dollar goes and is it going where we would want it to go. Um, so you could answer that within yourself. Is that something, when was the last time you've had a, um, reviewed your family's finances, sat down and actually took a look at, okay, this is what we have coming in. This is what's going out. Do, do you have, have you established a monthly budget? Do you have a budget to know, okay, I, I make, you know, X number of dollars a month and I, these are my um, non-discretionary expenses and these are my discretionary expenses. This is what I have left over. What am I doing with that? Or how am I managing that? And so when we write these things down, it, it makes a big difference. We get to see it firsthand. Um, next, we have the income category. So basically looking at where your sources of income come from, whether you are one household in income or, or two household income, you combine those. What are, what are your total assets that are coming in for the month? Um, what's the current tax rate on those, on those funds? That's often not something that we think about. Um, you know, did you receive a tax refund? I know April 15th was just, uh, you know, earlier in the week. Did you receive a tax refund? If you did, what was the amount? How, how are you going to, where, where, where are you going to spend that money? Uh, where are you going to invest that money? You know, how is it, how will those resources be utilized? Uh, and is there any anticipated future income that you have coming in? And then we talked about the emergency fund. We see we have employment. Um, now I'd like to get down to the nitty gritty, so to speak, and see exactly uh, with our expenses, where are these expenses going and are they going where they're being best utilized of, of where we think they're going? Again, we can say it, but when we see it and write it down, it means something um, altogether different. So first, we're going to look at a category of transportation, auto and transportation. 
So how much money are you spending in this category? You know, you put down how much gas are you are you spending, you know, to go to and from? Uh, what insurance do you have on your car? Um, is, it, is it a loan or is it a lease payment? You know, where you go to work, do you have, you, you're paying for tolls or parking or even if it's public transportation, you know, what cost is that for you? And uh, when you have to have your car repaired or serviced, you know, what, what, what does that look like? What does that average out to be each month? And then, so we'll get a total on what expenses look like around owning an automobile, which many of us do, but, um, that gives us that category. Then th this is a category we look at in terms of food, dining out and groceries. This is the one I think that, well, I would say that most people that I've sat down with surprises them the most. Um, look at what you pay for groceries, what you pay for eating out. Most of the times, if it's two people and they're eating out, it's probably easy, 20 to 50 bucks gone, um, no matter pretty much where it is. And if you do that, you know, let's say if it's 50 bucks a week times you know, four weeks in a month, that's $200. So if you were to look at $200 a month, you know, times 12, that's $2,400. So imagine if you had, you know, I'm not trying to take away your, your dining experience or eating out, but, but imagine if you had $2,400 that was invested at 8%, what would that look like for you? That money would make you more money. So I think that, you know, we should reward ourselves. So you should carve out a piece for that, but let's make sure that you're not you know, putting way more there than you would think that you're putting there. I've seen that go size of, you know, 500, 1,000 bucks and people are like, wow, I didn't know I was spending that much money a month eating out. Um, and that's, those are habits that can be changed and that can be, you know, adjusted. And those monies can get into areas where it'll give you more of a long-term benefit. Then we look at your health and medical costs, health and medical um, insurance premiums, prescriptions, um, understanding what those are. If you work for yourself, that's going to be different than if you work for an employer. But if you are working at an employer, still look at your, your pay statement and see what you're paying versus what you elected in your insurance premiums and, and prescriptions and what, that's, what that is costing you. Then your household care, where you have child care, cleaning services, clothing, education, gifts, you know, landscaping, personal care, if you have pets, you know, sports or lessons and all for the children. So this is more household expenses. And so it helps us to categorize that. And then the next one we want to look at is on this side is with the mortgage or, or rent payment. What, what is that cost of your mortgage monthly? Um, what is the cost or, or rent if you're, if you're renting? What is the cost from, of your homeowner's insurance that goes with that? Principal and interest that goes with that? Uh, what are the property taxes that go with that? So even if you don't have a home and you're thinking about owning a home, these are certain things that you need to consider. So it helps you to think about it before you're actually, you know the right questions to ask before you're in the situation. And having this information, just having this one sheet document together, man, it, it could be like an engine that shows you everything that you're doing and, and where you're doing it and if, is it going to where you want it to go? And, and is it helping you the way you want it to help you? So take a look at the next step will be other debt service payments like credit card payments, uh, personal loans or student loans. We'll, we'll, as we go through on our podcast, we'll talk about credit cards and, and different ones to use and paying off which ones to pay off or not pay off first. And that, that'll be part of some things that we'll cover. But some of this stuff is also on my blog. So we'll give you some information at the end that can um, answer a lot of those questions as it relates to information for debt service payments um, around credit cards, personal loans, student loans, those types of things. 
And then other monthly um, expenses you could have, whether it's child support, whether it's subscription to magazines, this says tithe and charity. Um, certainly giving, I'm gonna say that should be first and, and priority. You know, God loves a cheerful giver and, and, and it's, uh, there's nowhere else I know in scripture where he said it is more blessed to do something than to do something else. And he says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And who is the master giver? We know who that is. So um, let us think about those things. And then we think about travel and entertainment. You know, people taking, are you taking trips? Are you, you know, you're traveling? Uh, you're going to different, you know, activities that you uh, may have planned. Factor those things into your other monthly expenses as well. Because sometimes, and, then, and, some, and even as we look here, you say other, because if something should go under travel and entertainment and it's not there, you know how to break the heading down for what your entertainment is and what's entertainment for you and what that's costing you. And I would say it's just so valuable to start writing that down. I would, would challenge everyone for at least try the first month, everything that you spend, put it in a category. Everything that you spend, put it in a category and it should fall in one of these categories. And if it's not, create another heading for it. And then at the end of the month, if you're, if you're single, do it yourself. If you have a spouse, I would say, get with your spouse and say, everything we spend this month, we're gonna write it down and we're gonna see where we're spending things. Um, I know that you probably could go, if you use a card most of the times, because most people don't use cash anymore, you probably just pull up your statement and look at your statement and it'll break it down for you as well. Um, if, if you wanna see what you really care about, it said there, there are two books that uh, can be evaluated to tell you what you really care about. One would be the scriptures in the Bible to help us know, you know how to live in this life. Um, and then the second would be a person's checkbook. Uh, let's call it, you know, because where you spend your money basically tells you what you value and what you prioritize. So if someone was to find your checkbook and you went around and they want to try to figure out what type of person you were, would they have enough evidence to prove that you were a Christian by looking at where you spend your money? That's an individual question. So just, just something to think about, something to think about. Um, and then we come down to utilities. So the utilities that you have in your home or, or wherever you're living, you have cable, electric, gas, the internet, you know, mobile phones, um, home phones, if you have them, trash, collect, trash collection, um, water, all those types of things are things that we need to consider in terms of expenses. And that will help us to, to come up with what our total monthly expenses are. And then out of what your total monthly expenses are, I think you should look at what's What's your total non-discretionary expenses? Meaning these, these are things I have to pay. You know, these are things that have to be paid and let me prioritize those um, as well. And then when we go down, we look at what our debts may be as we look at what the expenses are. So again, we will look at mortgage, um, you know, auto loans, student loans, credit cards, personal loans, or if there are any other type of loans that fall in this category, we want you to consider you know, who the lender is, what, what, this is more really important. What's the term of the loans that you have? You know, when did you start it? What's the balance on it? And uh, what percentage of, of your funds is that, does that make up? And we'll talk a little bit more about what percentage we should spend on certain things. If you're looking to purchase a home versus the income that you have, what, how much you should really um, gauge in terms of parameter of cost uh, that you should spend to kind of get, get you to thinking properly about that. What's the current minimum payments? Um, what are the minimum payments on, on all of these debts that you may have? Uh, credit cards, you may, you may have quite a few of those. We can look at ways of consolidating some of those to, um, to do things in a more efficient way. But this, again, just trying to spark your mind 
uh, get you to thinking about, okay, get you to think intentionally, where are my, how am I managing God's resources that he's blessed me with? And where are those dollars going? So they're mostly going to fall in one of these categories. Um, now, when we went to move on about proper protection, meaning this is what's have to say life insurance a lot of times, and there are different, all different types of life insurances. We'll talk about that on just a segment as well. Um, but here, I just want to kind of give an, an overview. Do you have um, any type of insurance on yourself, on your, on your spouse, if something was to happen on either of you, on your children? Um, how, would things, how would things be if, if, if something was to happen? Um, do you have insurance that would pay off your mortgage if something was to happen to you? Would, would the family be able to you know, continue to exist? Would the mortgage be paid off and that no longer be an issue? There are ways to structure certain things that could handle that so that if you were not around either spouse um, or even if you were single, whoever you would um, be the beneficiary on, on your resources, it would leave them in a position that they could handle all of that and it wouldn't be, become someone else's issue or problem uh, or challenge to work with. So uh, having the proper protection, uh, that goes into this category. So you pay off your debts, provide replacement income, pay off your mortgage, uh, provide education funding, final expense payments all taken care of, and the emergency fund that we talked about as well. Um, approximate total cost of education, what that would be, um, have you ever thought about income replacement? What would happen? What, how much would it need to be? And what percentage would it be of your household income to replace the monies that you er currently earn now? And then, so we also look at, um, as we have wealth and we built it, when we're looking at building it, there are basically three categories that we look at funds that there are investments that are taxable. There, there's some that are tax deferred and there are some that are tax advantaged. When we say taxable, mainly that's like stocks or bonds or mutual funds because you earn, make earnings on that investment and those investments you often will have to pay capital gains tax on. Tax deferred, if you're in a 401k plan, 403b plan for nonprofits, if you're in some type of an annuity or IRAs, the specifically, I would say a lot of people fall in the category when they work for an employer, they have a 401k or 403b and that, the money that you, if you're participating in that plan that you will set aside is coming off of your gross rather than your net. So they're deferring the tax till a later time um, to be paid on, on those funds. Hopefully when that comes, you're in a, you have more resources, but you're in a lower tax bracket because normally you're older, but there are certain ways to position those funds to work in an advantage way uh, with, uh, with annuities, um, with 403B, 401K, SEP IRAs, I will get into those categories as well as we move forward with other additional podcasts that we're going to do. We'll, we'll take a deep dive and, and really go into looking at exactly how those work. Tax advantage basically meaning um, after tax money, you can with a Roth IRA, cash value life insurance, where you've already paid taxes on the money um, and you're able to actually take that money and invest it and you don't have to pay additional tax on it again. Um, you know, so there are some things to think about in those categories. So think about taxable, tax deferred, or tax advantage. I work with people in all three categories. So if I can show you how to defer the tax, or if I can show you a more tax advantage way uh, to make that money earn more for you, then it'll position you even better down the road. 
So, and then, so once we've made that money, we, we've done, we've given, we're investing and we look at spending last, but we also want to say, well, how do I preserve it, right? So how you to preserve it? This is what I, this is a category that I, I would say probably 95% of the people that I often work with don't have in place. And it's something that we definitely um, need to focus on is do you have a will? Uh, do you have a trust? Oftentimes uh, we don't have a will. And so then everything has to go. If one person passes away in the family and if you are the beneficiary of it or the person that's handling the estate, everything has to go through probate and incur additional cost. Whereas if everything could have been spelled out um, you know, in a will or if everything was written out in a, in a trust that can be you know, livable trust, um, some of them are revocable or irrevocable. We can look at the different categories of how that works. But these are often terms that I would say in many of our communities are kind of foreign terms. I say foreign in terms of we've heard of them, but we don't really understand them. Or we really don't know, okay, what steps do I need to place to get a wheel in place? Oh, that's too expensive. I don't make enough to be trying to you know, set up a wheel. I'm gonna work with you. I'm gonna show you some very simplistic ways that you can get a basic will in place. And if you're looking at, if you have resources and you wanna get a trust and the type of trust that you should have, we're gonna go through additional podcasts. We're gonna take a deeper dive in explaining that information because if we can be proactive on that, again, we can save a lot of more costs you know, of things that won't cost you and will direct your resources to go where you want them to go um, in a more efficient way. And so that's, that's something that's very important. So um, as now that we've covered kind of those six areas, we've looked at uh, from the beginning of, of cash flow, debt management, an emergency fund, proper protection, building wealth and preserving that wealth as we go forward, then and, and looking at wills and trust and that type of thing as well. We kind of want at the end want you to kind of think about what's what's real urgent to you out of those six categories. So if you were looking at cash flow, emergency fund, proper protection, retirement, or state preservation, out of out of those categories, which one say from one to ten would be most important to you? So put them in order. Have you categorized? Okay, cash flow is most important to me. I really want to work on that. I don't have any type of protection. Oh man, I need to look at that. You know, retirement, haven't even thought about retirement. What do I need to do about that? You know, put it in an order and rank it uh, for yourself. And then we can follow up with additional questions with that. And then rate yourself in terms of what type of investor you are. Do you think you are? You think you're doing excellent, you're good, you're fair, you need some help or say, I have no investment at all, Neil. <laughs> so think about where you are, think about um, your risk tolerance. You know, are you willing to, you have a low risk tolerance, you don't wanna lose any money, but wanna just see the upside. Are you willing to take certain risk? And that will based on, be based on kind of where your age, what your age might be. So if you're in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, you have some time, you know, hopefully to, um, to move forward with things. But if you are at or near retirement, you may be thinking, well, hey, I just need to preserve all my principal. Don't want to lose any money. If I can get 8 to 10% on the money that I've accumulated and they can pay me out for the rest of my lifetime, wow, I'm going to be in good shape. So we can talk about those types of things as well. So those are the main categories, and that's the information that I wanted to cover uh, today to kind of give us a, a broad overview of six categories to start thinking about when we start thinking about uh, financial planning and uh, working with an advisor and, and putting our resources in categories and a practical way and a more applicable way to start seeing where the resources that the good Lord is blessing us with 
how are we managing those resources? Are we prioritizing him first? And then are, do we have a game plan of, of, of trying to get to where we want to go with his resources? And if we put him first and we become a good steward or a good manager of what we have, it'll be amazing if we're obedient to him, how much we'll see that he'll bless the rest. I think it's a blessing just to be on this call today and to be on the Zoom call because now it may have sparked your memories, I mean, your mindset to start thinking of some things that maybe you didn't think about before. And that's what we want to do. So in, in this type of setting, this is, this is what we say, this is a safe zone. You know, this is non-judgmental, but we want to actually help you to see where you are and see what practical steps you can begin to take to put you in a better position to better manage the resources that the good Lord has blessed you with. So having said that, that pretty much concludes um, my information. John, I don't know if you want to, do you want me to put the other information on the screen? As yeah, to you can because you that? give us some great information. Where can they reach out to you and um, so they can contact you and get even a consultation so that they can get some better understanding one-on-one? -on -one? All right, let's see if I can get that up for you. Give me one second. Yes, sir. Hello. Because I think so many times people are scared to make those decisions um, because they don't want to think about death. They don't want to think about me not having money to do what I need to do. And yeah. like I said, God is the source of everything we need. And he's going to lay everything, everything out for us. We just have to be willing and able to take the information and use it properly. That's right. That's right. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And, and, and when I think about it, you know, I just think like today in our, in this generation today, we have access to resources that other generations maybe didn't have access to. So we can better plan and we can better understand how to, um, manage our resources in a way that our resources earn more, do more, and we put them in places where it's given us the, the best advantage. Um, you know, when, when we look at the, the five talents, you know, the one that had the one talent, the five and the 10, you know, God wants us to use the talents that he's given us, not to take like the one in the it. you know, he, he, was, he said the one that took it and buried it, you could have at least gotten interest on my money, you know, <laughs> so he, he's looking for a return, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's a God is saying that God doesn't always give us, you know, everything the way that we that we think we want it, but he also but he gives us what we need. So sometimes he may not give you the table, but he gave you the tree. It's, it's up to your creativity to take the wood and make the table. <laughs> so so he's given us things to work with. And if we just take what he's given us and use the creativity that he's given us to multiply the um, the talents and abilities and the gifts that he's given us that we can be pleasing in his sight. So if you want to reach me and get additional information, my information should be on the screen now that you can see um, there's the phone number, there's the email address. You can actually go to the website, go to tanconnects.com forward slash Alvin Leaks. That's A-L-V-I-N-L-E-A-K-S. So tan, T-A-N, if for those that are listening, Tan Connects, T-A-N-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-S dot com forward slash A-L-V-I-N-L-E-A-K-S. That'll take you right to my website. And on that website, there's actually a video that talks about how money works. And there's actually a little quiz that you can take to kind of see, do you understand and know how money works? There's a blog there that will answer all these six categories that we talked about. It will have different... Um, 
subject matter there that you can get. And then if you'll, you can go and look on the blog, you can go look at the website, or if you want to email me, just email me at A-L-E-A-K-S at, that's apical, which is A-P-I-C-A-L group, G-R-O-U-P-T-A-N.com. Again, A-L-E-A-K-S at A-P-I-C-A-L-G-R-O-U-P-T-A-N.com. And I'll get your email and I will definitely follow back up with you. I will say if you go to that website, you can also sign up to receive my monthly newsletter. I send out a newsletter monthly on various topics of regarding finances. Um, if you don't see one there that you'd like to see, um, email me, let me know. I'll make sure to include it. But um, be sure to register and sign up for that monthly newsletter. I think it'll be some valuable information for you, your family, and your loved ones. All right, my brother, as you switch the screen back over to me, yes. as we bring this show to a close, we thank you for spending your morning with us. And we thank you for this, having all of this knowledge and being able to teach others. Um, as we close, I want to also, I guess, do a commercial, if you will. So if you are a father, if you are an uncle, if you are a son or uh, someone who has a man that they care about in their life. May the 14th, 2022, which is a Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be having a men's conference. Mm. That men's conference is called Protecting and Serving. We're trying to protect our man's minds, what we think, what we put into our, our hearts, and we trying to serve others at the same time. Now, men of God need to be able to build one another up and respond to this world of darkness. So like I said, if you have a young man, a man that you hold dear in your life, tell him to be a part of the Zoom conference. He could be at home, chilling out at the table or just being with the sun and be able to have an experience with God and other like-minded men so that we can be a solution. Brother Dwayne Calhoun would be the guest speaker. We would do some praying and some singing and being able to be a solution is what we as men of God are here to do. So once again, we thank you all for being on this podcast for today. We hope and pray that we will see you all next time. And we thank you, Brother Leeks, once again, and we will see you all next time on Walk by Faith. And remember, we live for Christ and die to self daily. And we want to know, how do you walk in faith? God bless. Mm -hmm.